if you're going to develop a business or a brand or make sure that you stay true to yourself to your values and what you believe on and share those with with your employees and make everyone feel successful Geronimo, welcome to the Fit Team Show. Thank you. For Excited to have you on this morning. Thanks for having me. For those that don't know, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. I'm Geronimo Guzman. Um, I'm an oral surgeon here in West Palm Beach area, Palm Beach Gardens, Jupiter. And I've been in the area about, for about 12 years now. And I have three other partners, and we have three locations. And I think, uh, thankfully, we're very well known in the area. That's great. What about some hobbies that you have? Um, since I started playing the piano, since I was seven years old, I always liked cars, and until I didn't finish all my surgery training and all that, I didn't have any access to that at all. So in about 2013, 2014, I asked a couple of friends if they wanted to go to a driving school, this or that. No one signed up, so I started to doing to do that by myself, and it's now 2019, and I'm finally racing, I went to BMW, Porsche, Mercedes, uh, BMW in Germany, uh, Skip Barber, which is a well-known school for racing. I ended up going up the ranks and find myself where I... It's been racing since 2013, 2013? Starting learning how to drive, racing, like high performance school, and, and then racing I really started two years ago. Two years ago, wow. Yep. Wow. Well, let's start way back. Um, let's start back at your childhood, where you're from, and we'll start there, and then we'll get up to today. Born and raised in Mexico City. Mexico City. I right. went to school all my life down there, except one year I went to boarding school in Canada. They sent me to learn English, which didn't work well. Where, where in Canada? In Toronto. Toronto, okay. Yeah. But they were teaching me then French and English. I... I didn't learn much of anything. <laughs> but I came back and I did my dental school in Mexico and then I did uh, oral surgery in Texas and in Puerto Rico. And I ended up moving here in 2007. What's some hobbies you had growing up as a kid? I always liked, uh, I liked playing uh, ice hockey. Mm -hmm. I played the piano. I, I was piano. very a lot into the music actually. Before going to dental school, I wanted to go to the conservatory to become an orchestra director. And my dad was like, ah, oh, really? And like, yeah, yeah, because I know better, right? Mm -hmm. And he put me in harmony, composition, piano lessons, eight to 10 hours a day. So three months into that, I said, okay, no more, no more, no more. I quit. A friend asked me to go with him so he could sign up to dental school to be an orthodontist. And I went with him and like, oh, I saw something that said oral surgery, which I didn't know what it was. And all right, I'll sign up to dental school with you. And 25 years later, he's an orthodontist in Costa Rica, and I'm an oral surgeon in Florida. So just just like that, a friend was going, so you just said, okay, I'll go with you. Yeah, the difference there is that in Mexico and most of the other countries, you don't go to college. You finish high school, and you go to what you want to do. Uh, medical school, six years. Dental school, five years. Um, law, architecture, you go directly into that trade. So there's not, not those four years of minor in psychology, major in I don't know what. So 
most of the a lot of schools are private, so it's easy to get in. Extremely hard to stay. So from the we started forty five people in my class, dental school we finished nineteen. It's just, it's just uh, you go to school from Monday to Saturday, and Fridays from seven a.m. to nine p.m. So it's very demanding. That's obviously a, um, a challenge. What's some other challenges that you had growing up? Um, let's let's stay early on in you know in your early years before you went into the, the school. I, I wasn't uh, a good student at all. So I, I was always failing kind of in middle school, high school, I finished with C grades. Uh, so my struggles were pretty much putting myself to study. Mm-hmm. Very, very bad at math. Um, so I always had some some struggles. I had I was good with, for instance, with languages, with science, with all that. Extremely bad at math, and that cost me kind of a lot. Those were one of the big struggles. Also, uh, I'm one of six kids, so we were all, all, also a lot of kids. So it was. Where'd you fall in? Were the middle, the younger? I'm fifth. Oldest? Fifth. I'm fifth. I have to, a stepbrother and stepsister that makes the six of us. So from my real. From my two sisters and my brother, I'm third from the whole bunch. I'm fifth. Love to hear more about growing up in Mexico City. For those for people who have never been there and know nothing about it, what can you share with everybody? There's a pretty bad perception that, oh, it's dangerous. Oh, don't go here. Oh, go on. You know, I, I, it was a very, very happy childhood. Most of my friends up to this day are my friends from Mexico. I don't have friends, I don't stay in touch with anyone from my dental school, and very few people from my surgery training. But like, I have six of my friends from since we were like in, in elementary school, because the same school is, has elementary, middle, and high school. So we went through that together. Seven of them are, at least, are in Miami. Oh. So, so it's a very, um, very warm. It, it, it's very warming. There's a lot of family union, a lot of the friendships are true, and it it you can just go to your friend's house and there's no this uh, crazy like I I don't know like it's it's very laid back, laid back, but at the same time very conservative. What about Toronto? How was that experience? What would you it tell was, someone's never been to Toronto? Uh, it was cold, that's for sure. <laughs> um, I didn't know what to expect because we were all sent, the boys, we were sent to Canada, the girls were sent to Switzerland. Um, so I didn't know what to expect. My stepbrother, he went before me. I went when I was 14 years old to do eighth grade. And I went, oh, this is fun. I can get, I get to play soccer. And then when, when winter came, we're not allowed to go back home in December for Christmas or, um, or for um, spring break. So we have to figure it out ourselves. So you have, to, my dad is very smart in that aspect that he makes us create relations and get invited by friends. And uh, for Christmas, I went to my parents' friend's house. Um, it was freezing. And then for spring break, I, I went three weeks to Jamaica with my uh, roommate. And it was as fun as it gets. So when winter came, um, I didn't know what sport to do. So started ice skating, and I also learned how to do um, cross-country skiing. 
and I became the most improved player of the team. That's great. From zero to... What about Puerto Rico? What can you tell us about Puerto Rico? I moved to Puerto Rico when I was 25 to start my, my surgery training. And it was a very strong cultural shock because when I landed, like almost at midnight, I didn't realize I didn't have anywhere to stay. I, I was just with my, the idea of getting there and do whatever it takes to get accepted. When I started going into the residency program, they told me that you already had someone admitted for that year that I would have to wait until next year. So I pretty much worked for 18 months with very limited budget in terms of like, my dad will help me with a couple hundred dollars and rent a little room without AC, no car, no cell phone. It was early 2000s. There's no iPhones, nothing. So just to figure it out, and I worked my butt off for 18 months into bring coffee to this person, bring coffee to this person, and work up the ranks of, uh, of the program, get accepted, and do four years of formal surgery training. And eventually, I ended up being able to move to Florida. So talk about some goals that you accomplished. Obviously, you, you've mentioned a few already in that story, but some things that you look back on and you're, you're happy you've accomplished. Well, I'm very happy that I have accomplished what I wanted to do for a living, oral surgery, become board certified in surgery and anesthesia. Also, it was very challenging to move to Florida because I didn't have any dental license because my dental school was from Mexico. So I had to do the this Florida board, dental board. It's an exam for you to be a, uh, licensed. And But before that, I needed to uh, apply for it. To apply for it, you have to do the dental boards, which are like the basic uh, tests that you take, take during dental school. So I had to take them when I haven't seen those things for almost 10 years so I have to study by chemistry biology to teeth anatomy everything the basics basics physiology biochemistry and I passed those tests and also English is my second language so I had passed them in English no problem then I went to do the I I had to use a loophole because I wasn't supposed be able to apply to Florida because I did my dental school in another country. But uh, I was able to use my oral surgery training as that, and then I was able to apply to the Florida board. And I failed twice. And, and you have to do like a cleaning, and you have to do like a filling, nothing. But that exam is very uh, explicit on what they want. And there's sometimes there's external factors that I can accept that. So. I passed it after the third time, and I met my two of my partners. They were looking for a third, fourth surgeon for the practice. I met them. I clicked immediately with them. Great guys, and um, eventually the Michael that founded the uh, the practice he retired, so I kind of took his place. So we were three again. Now we have uh, grown to four surgeons and three locations and we're looking to open a fourth location in West Palm Beach and we're bringing a Canadian guy next year to our practice so we're going to be five surgeons. Well you guys have built a tremendous practice, very successful. 
in, in that. What about in race racing? Let's talk a little bit about racing. What so, goals do you have? So my racing, I don't have, uh, it, it did come very natural because I just liked it. And it, when you like something, you don't feel like obligated to do it. So at some point, I was doing this, that, this, that, these uh, schools with uh, BMW, Mercedes, and the instructors at BMW invited me to race with them in their team. So I went to race with them, and I was hooked right away in Ohio two, two years ago. From there, I kept racing with them, with them, and then I wanted to look for something else uh, additional to that. So someone con uh, gave me the contact of David from TLM in Miami. I called him. He's like, I've done this and that. We did a test drive and he told me, oh, you're good. Yeah, I think you can race. And I had my my racing license. They're like, okay, so what I do with this? You do the uh, national championship. And the what? So we set up a car and we did the championship. I finished second in the regional championship uh, out of 23, 33 cars. And I went to the national championship this a couple, three weeks ago. And I was supposed to finish ninth. I made a mistake by, when I downshifted, I turned off the car by cl clicking the switch, and I lost, uh, I finished 14. But out of what, 26 cars, which I would have been happy being top 10, because I didn't have the fastest car um, in, in the grid. So so I'm happy with how everything went. It was a lot of seat time, a lot of experience. So since you started racing, have you, got any speeding tickets nope no I drive pretty slow and but I did I used to I used to drive very fast on the street and I used to get tickets until I start racing now I drive very slow interesting yeah because I, I you you feel I find that there's a lot of external factors on the street someone's gonna, gonna cross the road someone's gonna run the red light and I was in a very hard car accident in 2010 with my wife and my two-week-old baby. Um, I was going through a, cr a crossing and this girl ran a red light and T-bone and we were rolled over. Thankfully, I put my baby in perfect position of the car seat and he was fine, he's nine years now. So, yeah, I have this, this awareness. What's your favorite car to drive? I love or a couple of them. BMW and Porsche, for sure. And I have a Porsche race car and a BMW race car. What What do you have looking? F you know, what are you looking forward to in the next three, six, twelve months? I really want to get uh, the the Porsche. We're rebuilding it. We're making it faster, stronger, and uh, just have fun. Because I did the national championships. I raced in four C C series last this year. So I really want to take it easy. I want to. Uh, just focus on racing that car locally in Florida and share the seat with Hannah. And also I'm liking a little bit of the management. So I'm trying to create a brand or partner with some to create a brand, like a race team that brings opportunities for people to race. If they want to race like a weekend, that's it. Give them that opportunity. And I also found a lot of satisfaction in helping Hannah achieve her goals and that has been I think one of the coolest things helping others awesome talk a little bit about 
living here in, in the Palm Beaches, I think is you know one of the best places that you can be. So yeah. what's what's your opinion? You've been, it's obviously. an amazing it's an amazing place. It's a very happy medium between the uh, being in a big city or being in the middle of nowhere, like where most of the tracks are. They're in the middle of nowhere. Uh, you have great restaurants. You meet great people. Uh, great opportunities and um, I drive 10 minutes to the beach I want to drive to Miami I want to drive to Orlando you're perfectly uh, located and it, it's just a blast my kids have a great life they love their school they love to play outside I don't have to worry about uh, any um, security issues so uh, I am very comfortable where I am, I would never go back to Mexico or anywhere else. So, so you never leave here, is what you're saying? I don't, don't know. Think Let's see what happens when okay, okay. when I retire. So, what's some last words that you'd want people to remember you by? Obviously, you've been very successful. Let's start with that. Then we'll go to the last words. For someone just getting started in, you know, being an entrepreneur or starting a business or racing, what's some tips you have for them? Uh, I think one of the most important advice. And the most important advice I can give is that if you're going to develop a business or a brand, or make sure that you stay true to yourself, to your values, and what you believe on, and share those with, with your employees, and make everyone feel successful. And always just make sure that you, what you're going to do, that you like it. Otherwise, otherwise it's going to be quite of a struggle. So, yeah, I mean... It took me three times to apply to oral surgery to get into the, but now that that's passed, you don't even remember it. You're just enjoying all the, uh, the efforts. People like to sometimes, oh, you're you're successful. Uh, yeah, you have a successful business, but they don't see how many times you have failed, mm -hmm. and they look and they don't like to look at that. They like to look at your success, and maybe criticize it, and it's it's their problem, not yours. Right. So last words, what else would you want anyone to know about so they don't know anything you haven't shared that you'd like to share? I am what I am. Nothing, I'm not, I don't, being a surgeon doesn't define me as a person. Dra driving cars, playing the piano, n nothing defines me as a person. I don't, I don't bring this chip in my shoulder of, oh, I'm Dr. Guzman. Uh, no, I actually tell my patients that, please call me Geronimo. Only my kids have to call me Dr. Guzman. Mm -hmm. And that kind of breaks the ice. No one comes to the oral surgeon happy because you're cutting someone's mouth. <laughs> so you have to break the ice and make them feel comfortable. And I think uh, I'm good at that. I think so. Thanks so much for coming on today. It was well, great getting to know you better and having you share your story. Thank you for having us.